Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Solutions Brewing Podcast. Uh, today is just myself, Robert, and I am with Brendan. Stephen is busy today. But the show must go on, damn it. Indeed. Indeed. We're actually recording on a Wednesday. This is coming out Thursday. <laughs> so you guys can do the math on that one. As you hear this, this will be recorded yesterday for a relative time. This is one of the freshest episodes that you'll That's get. That's right. Super Pretty fresh. Much as fresh as it could be. Yeah. Why did we uh, not record yesterday? Uh, Steve and I were at the soccer game. We went to go see the Cavs play. Yeah, there you go. How's that? Sadly, they lost. Oh, no. That's not good. Yeah. That was a bunch of, uh, I don't know. They're, soccer, there's always some a couple weird ref calls that happen that seem to skew the game one way or the other. Mm. Mm, yeah. But beautiful day to be outside. Indeed. My wife joined me for the game, so that was great. That doesn't always happen. and Yeah, Yeah. yesterday was a hot one. Or Tuesday was a hot one, I should say. Yeah, I suppose we need to... It's still it's a very fresh episode, but it is still yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's they do that over at uh, what is it, Spruce Meadows? Spruce Meadows. Yeah. Yeah. What do they? Uh, you got craft beers in there? Well, it's, it depends on your definition of craft. Uh, the whole thing is uh, Big Rock. Okay. So it's a nice change from like uh, Saladome or McMahon, which is very like Bud focused. All right, that's all right. They got the OG, the original. They got the OG, yeah. But they don't have all of Big Rock's uh, stuff, which is unfortunate. And they they mostly sell Grasshopper. I was going to say, probably the most common ones are probably Grasshopper and, what, Trad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they always stock way more Grasshopper than Trad. Oh, really? And I feel like everybody drinks the Trad, so the Trad runs out, and then they start drinking the Grasshopper. (laughs) (laughs) And then they recently started carrying the pill, um, but... They, they really need to add in the rest of Big Rock's lineup or get some other fantastic small local breweries like Solutions Brewing in to add a little bit more diversity to it, but that's fine. Yeah, no, that's all good. It's, those are, uh, I guess we didn't segue into this very well, but we're trying to lean into some summertime beers that we're into. Um, so I'm being outside watching a soccer game. That's, you know, that's like prime, prime beers, really. It is pretty good. I mean, I'll admit, the Trad is probably not the best summer beer to drink it, but I just, I don't like the Grasshopper as much. The Grasshopper as a style of beer mm-hmm. is much more suited to, to summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got that. It's a little weedy. You know what? I um, There's one that I used to really like from theirs. It was the Gopher. <laughs> I don't think they make it anymore, but it was, it was similar to Grasshopper, and I got a feeling that the Grasshopper probably sold better than the than the gopher or maybe they had too many brands and they decided to call a few of them but yeah i don't know why i remember when i was at their tasting room a number of years ago they had a uh an unfiltered version of the grasshopper they called the half hopper Mm. on tap and that was fantastic um but something about the the grasshopper after it's been filtered and it's, it's just a little sterilized for me or like i don't know it's 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 just not quite uh, maybe it's also goes back to when I was a young young man helping my older brother with some uh, some contract landscaping work uh, for a friend of the family, and they uh, they're like, okay, well after you guys are done, whatever, here's your money. You can have a there's some beer in the fridge. You can have just afterwards. Hmm. 
turns out there wasn't some beer in the fridge. There was a beer in the fridge. <laughs> so, you guys got to fight over the one beer. And a bunch and a bunch of beer in the pantry. Oh no! So there was one cold grasshopper, and seven, eight warm grasshoppers. Oh, so. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Garrett, being the the older and the wiser, took the took the cold one and gave me the warm one, and it was not a very good introduction to that particular <laughs> beer. It's kind of stuck with me forever. So. Oh, there you go. You can blame the sieves why, uh, if, so Big Rock phones us and be like, how come Brittany doesn't like these beers? Anymore? Well, let me introduce you I to had my brother. A bad experience, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as a style, it's good. And if it's ice cold, well, I still like it. But the problem with summer beers uh, is you need you kind of need a beer that it remains drinkable as it warms up. Because if you're out at an event or something like that, you're not going to be drinking a full tall boy in five minutes every time yeah your beer is naturally going to start warming up a little bit i mean it's a bit of a race against time but you need something that remains interesting and palatable yep yep especially if you end up with you know something like you know one of those tall cans and it's um uh oh man like some high i i oh my god some high alcohol content beer yeah and like you're like, man, this is cold and it's it'll be cold and delicious. But you know, if it's that high ABV and like high heat, man, you're just gonna wreck yourself. Yeah, that's that brings up another point. High alcohol percentage beers are probably not the best for summer. No, dehydration and sunstroke don't go well together. <laughs> no, or well, not with that attitude anyway. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, if you can maintain hydrated while you're doing it, then you can have a great time. But the problem is, you tend or at least I, I tend to forget to stay hydrated while I'm doing that, especially if, with the, the high alcohol beers. Yeah, well, I mean, a couple, like, you know, 6 or 7% beers, you forget to hydrate, and you're just like, oh, you just have another beer. Yeah. Yeah. But what I really lean to in the summer is the kind of the session IPAs. Uh, yeah. Uh, the lo- lower percentage ones, 4 4.5%, but still with uh, just a nice hop flavor to it. Either Even West Coast, East Coast, whatever, whatever hop flavor they want to pull into it i just i enjoy that beer because then as it as it does get a little bit warmer i find the hop character still stays um refreshing yep uh whereas the more malt forward beers i tend i i I find tend to get a little cloying as they warm up yes yes that's very true and then they're not as uh they're harder to drink and they're not as yeah and you just yeah you end up with a, a warm mug of brown ale and the subject of decades worth of jokes against the British. Yeah, right. Well, well then you're just drinking like an English mild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At cellar temperature. That's right. <laughs> uh, I wish there were like a little bit more craft versions of these, but you know, people are gonna maybe make fun of me for this. But when like it's a really hot day, it's Loggers are quite refreshing. I really like having a nice lager, like a nice ice cold lager. Um, Moosehead is one of my favorite ones. Um, at their big brewery, but you know they're still independent and Canadian, so uh, you know I don't mind supporting them at all. Uh, no, they're like another version of a big rocker, a comparable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Comparable size, comparable kind of story behind them. Yeah. And it is a good beer, and I, I agree. Nice and refreshing after being out in the sun working or getting something done right 
when you just you need something to cool you down. Yeah, they're just clean, crisp. You don't need something with a lot of flavor. You just want something that helps quench that thirst that doesn't taste like water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's something that's not water, you know. It's, yeah, I don't know. Loggers always, well, I shouldn't say always, but most loggers have a nice balance to them, right? Like you, they don't taste hoppy. They don't taste malty. They just, you know, they taste clean, crisp. I don't know. It's really nice on a super hot day, like super hot day. For sure. Yeah, and you just you gotta if you're going for the craft ones, you gotta the the trick is to get one that doesn't end up being too yeasty. because uh, yeah. I find that, that yeast character can come out in some of the, the craft ones that almost intentionally, I think, because this is not a huge amount of levers uh, and changing the flavor profile of a lager. Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, they're they're tough. Especially if you're not like, you know, if you're a smaller brewery you like filtering is a really hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you end up with that yeast that actually stays in. You maybe get a little bit of the yeast character, or they end up, I think, or they end up being like a little bit on the multi side. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because they try to they're desperately trying to avoid any hop character at all. Yeah, but I find like. Uh, in the same vein as the the lagers, but the kind of the Eastern European pilsners, mm-hmm. those type of beers, I I think they take it to that next level. And so you have your standard lagers, your first your first beer after you've been cutting down trees for eight hours. <laughs> um, but then your second beer that you want to have with dinner or something, I find the pilsners just add that little bit more complexity. Yeah, they get like that little bit of like a bready. Yeah, pretty or biscuit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and kind of helps. I don't know, round out the flavor profile a little bit better. Um, but definitely more suited for when the sun starts going down and the nights are getting cooler and you're you're ready to relax. That's right. You're ready to just like sit outside and get eaten by mosquitoes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess another aspect, so for, for great summer, you know what? I'm missing the, the the greatest summer beer that, because Steve's not here, we have to rip on him for not delivering yet, is the, the watermelon goza that he makes. Oh, yeah, you know what? Those are great styles, too, because they get that, that little bit of saltiness kind of helps. Yeah, um, and, it, and the ones that don't go too too sweet on the fruit or too cloying on the fruit, Yeah, it's it's just a great, refreshing drink. Man, now I want one really bad. <laughs> Come on, Steve. It's been exactly a year. Yeah, and, and he owes two beers now. Yeah. And he has the gear. It's not like he has the excuse of like, oh, Rob still has the gear. <laughs> so, okay, we've done our, our mandatory ripping on Steve. But I look forward to when that gets delivered and then when we're able to actually distribute it commercially. Uh, hopefully next summer. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it is, it is a great patio beer. We we took that one out uh, houseboating five, four years ago. Uh, and yeah, that keg was gone after a day and a half. I've only ever gotten small samples of it, like a bottle here, a bottle there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gozas are good. Or even like, you know, um, like a shandy. You know, because you get that kind of like, it's more kind of like a, like a lemonade, you know? 
get like a yeah, shandy rattlers yeah yeah rattlers are great too like i like I, I really like grapefruit so i, I don't know to me okay. i find it refreshing no and those ones are good because they they also they inherently bring the alcohol content a little bit down uh and help with the, the hydration aspect of it right you kind of instead of drinking the beer and then drinking some juice or some water to get hydrated you combine it into a single action so you don't forget how to how to hydrate yeah <laughs> yeah exactly because those are usually around like three percent so yeah mm-hmm. you're not going to get wrecked off of those you just kind of get refreshed should almost be a mandatory uh mandatory item for events like the stampede or major uh major sporting events is to have that that option there some like low alcohol options yeah yeah and helps avoid people getting themselves into trouble too early in the day right that's true yeah although you might get sometimes you get the opposite too where people get angry because they can't get like a full percent beer i suppose but well i'm not saying the only option but have it as a option right yeah yeah, because that's that's the problem with a lot of these beer gardens that you go to, and they're like, okay, here's your bud, or now because we own Banded Peak, your seven percent IPA. Yeah, that's right. Like, here's your Mount Crushmore or whatever. Oh yeah, I guess I'll have Crushmore there too, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually that one, or oh my god, there's one more that I usually see around. I had I I didn't go to Stampede this year, but I did go to a. Uh, a little get together for for work there and had a few summit seekers during the time so i know they usually uh, that's the one. That one that's the one that is a good beer though it is pretty tasty. it is good it is yeah. a very good beer but it's also six point something percent <laughs> i was in uh well when we were in jasper i remember having that one in jasper it was uh i was drinking that on marmot it was uh good to have in the afternoon give you some liquid courage for the afternoon ski day <laughs> yeah i do like that banded peaks now widely available at all these uh all these places uh, as opposed to just having to go and get uh kokanee gold or something at yeah yeah or normally you'd see something like goose island or you know like they're all owned by the same company but um yeah but i feel like i'm supporting somewhere more local by by getting the the banded peak stuff for sure it's definitely nice to see something that you know something that was small and local and they they i guess quote unquote made it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. they managed to somehow get fast tracked which was pretty impressive but ah uh, well living the dream yeah exactly one day and if any one day it could any be major us. uh major uh beer conglomerates are looking for another brewery to pick up uh you can contact us at uh <laughs> no problems at solutionsbrewing.com everybody yeah <laughs> oh my gosh uh yeah you know what it's just been um wish i kind of got out a little bit more i didn't do stampede um it's not really my thing I like keeping my feet on the ground. I don't like being spun around upside down, so I'm not I'm not really into the rides or roller coasters or anything like that. Um, and then uh, I've mentioned it on another episode, but uh, I whatever I was diagnosed with cancer, and I started my radiation treatments this week, so I haven't I quit drinking like three weeks ago. Um, so I've been more into the 
non-alcoholics. Well, really only one of them. I've been drinking the Heineken Zeros. Uh, and since we were talking earlier about, you know, keeping beer cold, I can tell you right now the Heineken Zero tastes way better cold than it does warm. Yes, it does. Actually, Heineken in general on any lock. <laughs> <laughs> when it's cold, uh, the Heineken Zero actually tastes really close to the original Heineken, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it warms up, it tastes more malty. It gets a little bit sugary. Um, not as refreshing. It's kind of bleh. But cold is great. Cold is great. I've been having a couple of those whenever I, if I feel like I'm craving a beer. It's obviously safe to drink. That one's 0.0. Don't have to worry about any additional complications, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I usually keep some of those around here. Uh, the other one I've been keeping around lately is the Corona Zeros. Oh, they have Corona Zeros. Okay, why not? They have Corona Zeros. So yeah, for a future episode, we'll do a broad sampling of all the different uh, non-alcoholic beers I've found over the last year. Scattered around. Some are good, some are not. Yeah, I need to... Uh, I guess I got more opportunity now to look around at them, but or I might need to get someone else to pick them up for me if I'm too sick to go get them myself. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but so far, so good. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything stays stays good there. But I know Steve's Steve identified a bunch because uh, his wife likes beer, and during the the pregnancy, then obviously she couldn't have any alcohol. So yeah, they did a good sampling of what all the different non-alcoholic options were. And, Yep. I think we could put a good spread together. I wonder if they were only looking at like 0% stuff or were they on the 0.5s? I I think she was sticking with the 0.0s. Okay, because that would be for sure safe. Yeah. Curious yeah, to... now it's kind of the, the thought process. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to know that actually. Hmm. So, future episode. Indeed. Listeners, stay tuned. Right. But in the meantime, if anyone wants to let us know with their favorite summertime beer or even summertime beer activity. That'd be great. Um, I won't be able to try it out, but Brendan and Steve can be our guinea pigs. <laughs> well, and if they have any uh, any other options for alcohol-free beers that we should be checking out for our future episode where we will taste them in person. Indeed. Yeah, if you got some good recommendations there, we'll, uh, we'll collect some and uh, give those a try live on air. <laughs> so how can they reach us, Rob? Uh, they can reach us at our email, no problems at solutionsbrewing.com. Uh, they can also go to our website, solutionsbrewing.com, and there's a contact us page there. Uh, or they can reach us on Instagram or Facebook at Solutions Brewing Co. And Steve's not here, so fuck Twitter. We don't have to talk about Twitter. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Although, apparently, we should keep an eye on this impending lawsuit that's now happening because who would have guessed it? Elon Musk is a bit of a jerk. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're, what, was he in the top five richest people in the world? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, I, I, you could be as eccentric and do whatever you want, I suppose. Yeah, but it depends yeah. on what the stock value is of whatever during the day. Of one of, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks Good for listening, episode. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> when they're this fresh, we don't come up with clean endings. No, definitely not. <laughs> all right everyone again don't be afraid to contact us let us know what you think and uh we'll well talk to you next time take care everyone, take care, everyone.